we have another week down. We're so close to October. I'm planning some really fun extra bonus episodes for you. Details for that coming soon. But yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of a fun costume for Bird, our puppy. Uh, (laughs) Something preferably that she wouldn't be able to chew off of her body. Because if there's a will, there's a way. And she will eat anything, truly. It is my second job now to be pulling things out of her cute little puppy mouth. So, so yeah, that's fun. Uh, but let's get into the episode. Uh, our guests today, they are so awesome. They are an Hollywood animal trainer. They're a writer. They're a voice actor. And they are also a little bit psychically inclined. Uh, so, yeah, give it up for Lisa Loretta. Real chills with Meg Getz. Real scary, real silly, real stories. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Chills. We have a super awesome guest. I'm so excited to have them. Today we have Lisa Loretta. Lisa, how are you? Excited to be called super awesome. <laughs> you are. I can't wait for the guests to hear why, but that'll be a little bit later. You gotta stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned, listeners. It just started. Don't leave immediately. <laughs> Please stay. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so excited to have you guests. And I always ask the same question when I start the episode. And that's when it comes to the paranormal, where do you stand? Are you more of a true believer or are you more skeptical? Oh, I'm a very true believer. I love that answer. I a lot of the times people are in the middle, but I'm full blown true believer. I want to believe. Um, I'm not holding back, and I I think most people do experience something. Like maybe our definitions for it are off a little bit, but there's something happening. Yeah, for sure. I yeah, I think a lot of people get bogged down with semantics or with like. Well, it's not a ghost. It's just energy. And it's like, well, okay, that's the same thing, though. Yeah. <laughs> We're just yeah. talking about the same thing. Yeah, you can call it <laughs> energy. Just energy. So, yeah. <laughs> than humans? I don't know. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, and do you, is there either like a time or a person like that got you into the paranormal? I don't. <sighs> Explain into the paranormal so what was the thing where you were like I am now a true believer I never wasn't really like just from birth you're like true believer well um, as far as I remember because my first memory is of ghosts whoa so I never was like that's not a thing because like yeah they just like existed in my mind and there's 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 this t- great TikTok page where they talk about like the weird stuff that kids say I'm and not like kids say the with those thing. yeah but it's like mommy I picked you from when I was living in space or stuff like I that love where it's that. like yeah about, they're talking about past lives or they're like look it's Eric in the corner and they're like my son never knew about my brother named Eric and you know shit like that and it's like no yeah kids just see shit and as we grow up we I think we block it out right because of many probably different reasons but 
the most of which I think is parents saying, no, 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 honey, there's no one there. That's what I was going to ask. Like, I know this is kind of personal, but like your family or support system didn't shut that down when you were young. They were like, talk about it. You didn't tell anyone? I don't think I did. I think I just saw it as like, oh, they're back. Like it was, so here's, if if I can go into this. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's get into it. Here it was, I was, I was in my crib, which at the time was in the basement because I was like in that stage where I was transitioning into a bed from a crib, I believe. Don't, don't quote me on that. I don't know. <laughs> we always keep our babies in the basement at first and then they earn <laughs> at first, their way. Yeah. <laughs> but the crib was originally in like on an upper floor, but I had a nap crib. Somehow I had a crib in the basement that I was sleeping in. Mm. And I just remember these like Victorian dressed, like glowing creatures and they, and humans, they were humans and they were like walking. And it kind of seemed like they were on a street walking, just like kind of towards each other. Sometimes mm. they almost like extras in a, in the background of a movie where sometimes they would stop and chat with each other and other times they would walk right by each other and I just remember standing up in my crib and like reaching out for them I think I think I just wanted to be like hey guys do you guys see me you I don't know I don't know why I was reaching for them but I just remember reaching out for them and and then they would like that happened a few times and then I just didn't see anymore after that but I do have other ghost experience so I just didn't say anything to my family because it wasn't like a big deal I guess or maybe I did say something to them and maybe they dismissed it I don't know but how old were you do you like I I guess guesstimate I don't toddler yeah oh yeah if you're like reaching that's in itself like so interesting that you remember something from that time period um like I have a baby ghost like as a baby saw a ghost but my mom like confirms it <laughs> you know what I mean because I told her immediately but I don't remember it oh okay firsthand. Gotcha. yeah that's so cool and it's also so interesting like the ghost talk the idea of the ghost talking to each other I like, never I don't remember hearing them I just remember seeing them chatting with each other I don't remember hearing anything but they didn't and you don't remember them like interacting with you at all not I remember them not and I think that's why I was reaching to them I think I was like hey guys I'm here too wow that's so interesting yeah because there's always I I never not believed in it because I was like what do you mean that's totally a thing you know and it was bizarre to me that people didn't believe it and then I kind of like became an adult and got with it and like realized oh right I can see why some people don't believe it but like right if they're closed off or haven't had those experiences yeah yeah that's so funny that like it's interesting because in my family like my dad is a is a big believer and he like really like kept the story strong he's like no and then my mom is like stop scaring them we live here (laughs) you know like this is our house I don't know it's just you can't fake it at that age like you don't know what ghosts are no, and and kids at that age are so freaking genuine that like if they're faking it, they're like, <laughs> no, like There's, they're yeah, <laughs> and they're like, I fooled you, you know, like eventually they give it up. But yeah, I remember like trying to pretend to sleep, and my dad said <laughs> something like, um, 
like your eyes move like he's like okay we'll check her eyes because they always move back and forth if and you start asleep and then i started moving my eyes back and forth <laughs> he tricked me he got me uh but yeah it's hard to lie as a child you don't have any nearly enough information <laughs> to, well i to just conceal. think you're just more real when you're a child and then you become this weird being that people fold you into Right. And then we spend the rest of our lives trying to get back into that real. real Ugh, it's so you're un, trying to unfold all of yeah. the, get That's so true. It's crazy trying to get back to being a kid. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And so have you seen, so you're a, a medium then. So have, have you seen ghosts your whole life? I haven't. No, okay. I, and, and I don't necessarily consider myself a medium because I can't like, I feel like real mediums can like, sit with you and be like your dad's behind you you know what I mean or something, yeah. something like that like where right. for me it's like every now and then I have either visions or auditory or whatever like I'm I do have some psychicness psychic I, more psychic heavy that. intuition and then every now and then I am visited by spirits and I can recognize who those spirits are but it, I don't clear that's a lot <laughs> don't undervalue all your psychic I don't know it's not average maybe not medium maybe I use the wrong word because I see what you're saying where it's like you summon like you're not doing seances and like yeah summoning. I'm not like they're with us in the room right now yeah. <laughs> like but you definitely have like ability like what you said psychic abilities I just so. have un- unblocked myself I think because I didn't see ghosts for a long time I mean every now and then stuff would happen and I'd be like hmm I wonder if our house is haunted like we had a music box that would just like randomly go off and it was my great it was my great grandma's favorite music box so whenever it would go off I'd be like Nani Vess is here um and then there was one time when I was like I I we had like a a kind of guest room and I was sleeping I was having like a sleepover with a friend in the guest room and we both saw the rocking chair rock and it really freaked her out and I was like no it's fine it's just Nani (laughs) that would freak me out that's scary how do you know how do you know it's not someone pretending to be Nani that's my first thought is like yeah okay (laughs) yeah I'm not gonna fall for this one that could be a demon yeah or something or just another I don't know that's the thing that's so great like you really like people I always talk about on the show like ghost rules but we don't have any obviously we don't know anything for sure like we don't know for sure if our loved ones come back if like there's elementals or what's going on we don't know anything for sure yeah but I definitely talk in like absolutes on this podcast where I'm like yeah that was my cousin for sure (laughs) he definitely came to me in a dream well you know sometimes you can just feel certain right right like a lot of times those things are confirmed and sometimes we're unable to confirm them but but the feeling is just as strong as the confirmable data and so you just assume that okay then that's real too and honestly like what is real we're making everything up all the time anyways so is anything real (laughs) so have you always because I feel like intuition is so big and it's something even I need to uh, trusting myself and my feelings and my gut feelings is really Uh, hard I don't know where it came from I have to do some I have to do some digging (laughs) into my (laughs) childhood for that but like 
it's so hard. Have you just always had this intuition and like trusted I think it? everybody has always had it. I think some of us are better at blocking it than others. And some of us are better at unblocking it than others. And there are different times in our lives when we block and unblock for different reasons. Like some of us block because of traumas. Some right. of us block because we're told that it's nonsense. Mm-hmm. Some of, like there's so many different reasons to block that stuff out. A lot of it is fear too. Like you oh, were, sure. like your mom was like, we have to live here. Don't scare them. Like yeah. that's genuine and that's real. And that's like, I don't want my kids to be scared to live where they live. And I don't want us to have to get a new house, which is probably also always haunted. <laughs> always, everything is haunted, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> like, At this point, yes. Yeah. Yes. There's no escape. I mean, if you live in America, we are literally on an Indian burial ground at any given time. So like, mm-hmm. we just presume, right? Right. So, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I mean, that's valid. Like the fear thing is super valid. And there's times when I'll I'll start feeling stuff and I'm like, no, 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 I'm not letting anything in right now. Because I just either emotionally can't handle it or because I get a little bit scared. And I'm like, well, if I let that in, I might let other stuff in. Wow. So what was the experience you had? What What is the next experience that you remember after being like a little baby? Well, there was like that music box and the rocking chair stuff. And then I just, I became just like a raging alcoholic and I was blocking out everything at that time. Not just, not just ghosts. So I definitely didn't see anything then. And then like, as I was getting sober, like my intuition was coming back and certain things started coming back. And it's, it's been within the last, I would say, I guess five to 10 years or so that I've started to get really clear, like visions of things. And I've always had the situation where like, I'll dream about something and it will actually like happen. That's so cool. Not anything remarkable. Like I can't, like people are like, who's the next president or whatever. (laughs) No, it's nothing like that. It's literally like one time I was folding clothes at a job and I was like, oh my God, I just dreamed about me sitting in this exact position. And I hadn't like been in that back room yet at the time I dreamed it. It was like a week before I got the job or whatever. And I was like literally dreaming of the exact thing. And I remember the dream very clearly it's almost like deja vu but you remember it from the actual dream wow well that uh, stinks you were working before you were working it's like <laughs> in i was dreaming about <laughs> but so so stuff like that would happen throughout but then it became like really clear like future visions like i remember um when that <sighs> I don't know if this is ghosty enough for this or not but um <laughs> like I this is gonna get political here uh that's okay <laughs> uh when when Hillary won the primary in 2016 I was like Trump's gonna win is what I heard uh. And I was like, no, 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 there's no way. And I was like, my logic brain was like, no, absolutely not. And shot it down. But it was as soon as Bernie lost that primary that I got that message. And then election night, I saw, I had a vision. I had three really strong visions or maybe it was two. I had, no, it was three. It was, one was like, hundreds and thousands of deaths 
like the num like the words like headline i had a vision of a very specific fire in the middle of a street and i had a vision of like civil unrest civil war type stuff but also like and then and then i had a vision of um the hundreds and thousands of deaths it was accompanied with like almost a, a like ticking thing where or like ticker where it kept climbing and kept climbing and it was not just us it was worldwide and i was like there's no way him being president is gonna lead to some disease because oh it's like God. connected with disease i was like there's no way that's gonna lead to people dying in other countries of a disease and like this fire like fire civil unrest maybe but like come on right. and then literally 2020 happened and i went to a black lives matter protest the the like first weekend that it was really big and there were like fires set and stuff in LA and it was the fire that I saw in my vision it was was like garbage on fire in the middle of Fairfax on Fairfax and third I think um and then hey squibbles my dog (laughs) came in oh like fire I love fire (laughs) um and then and then the ticking was the like CDC counter Wow. Like if you Googled COVID numbers. Right. Was, and I was like, oh my God, this is exactly from my vision. Like it was like everything came to fruition. And I was like, maybe I need to listen more, but also I'm kind of scared too now. Yeah. So those I, are all really scary dreams too. It's not like, it's like a little bit, like it's not like. And you... it wasn't even a dream. It was like, it was like a download, like a, like it was a vision. It wasn't even a dream. So you were like, you were awake. Yeah. And you kind of had this like thought that. in the back of your head. I was hearing election results. I saw these things in my mind. Like very wow. strong. And I was like, oh no. Wow. Have you ever felt emotions? Then do we have the podcast for you? Feel Feelings is a weekly podcast where comedians Danny Getz and George Bruderman sit down with some of the funniest, emotionally distraught people, i.e. comedians, they know, and talk feelings. Every Friday, hear very funny people reminisce on Ren and Stimpy, worry about the Wizard of Oz, and emote over their emo phase. Check out Feel Feelings with Danny and George, a show about feelings and the things that make you feel them. um certain experiences trigger those visions like it was an emotional it was a really emotional night for everyone I feel like so do you think that might be possible right like I think at first yeah and now I'm able to tap in a lot more easily Mm -hmm. um I think yeah I I think it was just because it was so emotional that probably that happened and that's why I didn't really give it a high regard because I was like you are basket case right like you're you're really overreacting I also have bipolar so like sometimes we get delusions and stuff like that so I was like this is just that like calm down don't worry about it and then it was like when I started seeing those actual things I was like oh shit okay have you had any like 
recent downloads that you, you'd want to talk about? You know, I get them a lot now because I'm doing it on purpose now. Okay. So how so, do you do it on purpose? Um, you have is to- Is it private? <laughs> you don't no, have to tell us no anything. Private. Like I'm okay. not going to gatekeep it, but it is very, it's like personal for everyone and it's different for everyone. I think you have to do a lot of meditating. I have to, I think you have to really like- honor your intuition and believe it and respect it because if you keep telling someone you're not real get away from me it's gonna go away from you mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but if you keep if you if, if somebody comes up and tells you something and you're like wow thank you for telling me that I really appreciate it and let me know if you have anything else to tell me then they're going to you know and so you kind of have to treat yourself in that same way I've also done a lot of like inner child work and healing and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And I think that helps a lot because if you're bringing your inner child back into your life, then, you know, who's the one who foresaw those things? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, so I actually go to a monthly group and oh. it's a bunch of like intuits and psychic people and healers and stuff. And we all just get together and just kind of, ask each other for advice but in as opposed to talking we just say like either I want general advice or I want like I have this specific question and then like everyone around the room just kind of goes like this like a meditative position and just breathes and is like I'm seeing this or I'm hearing this or whatever and we all just share like our what we call downloads with each other and the the most recent one I had a woman was talking and as she was talking she wasn't talking anything about motherhood or anything but as she was talking I kept seeing like the vision of like Mary breastfeeding Jesus oh, and I was wow. like that's weird shut up and then and then she brought up and I'm four months pregnant and I was like okay oh there wow um, and then she started talking about how she was like nervous about oh. that she wasn't connecting with her baby. And I was like, uh, so this is what I just saw. So maybe you won't connect until you're breastfeeding. I don't know. Well, like there. Yeah. whatever it means to you, but this is what I just saw. So, so it's it, stuff like that now that I'm getting, which is fun. The, um, so it's it sounds like you have more control over it now like is it is it something that sometimes will just happen without you asking yeah. or is it sometimes, yeah but not in a scary way at least not right now I kind of picture you like Teresa Cap uh, Caputo the Long Island medium being like do I tell them about the Virgin Mary <laughs> <laughs> image that I just I tell just, them just walking around ShopRite like <laughs> downloading people's secrets <laughs> right you know well, and that's the thing too. It's not like I can go around reading people's minds, but you can like, the more you look at people and the way they behave and stuff, the more you can read energy. Like you can, right. tell, you can tell pretty instantly when someone's lying mm -hmm. or when someone's nervous or when they're this or that, you know what I mean? Like it's, and it's, it's partially to do with that. You know what's interesting, and this isn't to throw my boyfriend under the bus, but I'm a, I'm gonna throw him under the bus. I can't tell, and I'm also a twin, so I feel like my intuition for others' needs is a little different because, yeah. like, we took care of each other. We were like close. We didn't like fight or anything. So I feel like I have, when it comes to intuition, I feel like knowing how people actually feel about each other and me 
like I have a better layer of that than maybe like the common person but what's interesting is like my boyfriend he doesn't really have that but also he doesn't care like I'll be like I don't think they're being I don't think they like us as much as they say and he's like so what <laughs> like they'll tell us when they don't want to hang out anymore so I'm like all right well I want to use this <laughs> it's it's the only thing I could do you know what I mean and he's just like yeah, yeah well who cares like yeah that's, you're probably right but what are but we gonna do about it a lot yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like all right well it makes this less fun but <laughs> I want him to be like whoa really no way right. I you thought mean, they loved us that it's yeah <laughs> I talk to you and like do like a joint session right yeah (laughs) what are you picking up on yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah they probably don't (laughs) like fair enough all right that's Um, fine I don't really like them either yeah (laughs) he's like yeah we're not they're not that cool so whatever that's just he is like so himself I I try to get on his level like he's yeah it's 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 awesome no like throwing him under the bus that's just giving him a strange worded compliment oh yeah I get I mean it felt like it because like I don't think he picks up on that stuff but I also don't think he cares like his whole thing is like they'll tell me when they need to tell me right that's the end of it where I'm like which is a thing that you have to learn when you have those traits too is like should I bring this up or should I just shut up and mind my business you know right because that is true it's like if somebody wants to tell you one thing but they're thinking the other then you kind of do have to just take it as what they're saying, you know, like. Yeah. And sometimes it could be not for the, like, like you could think it's that they don't like you, but really they're going through something and they're just distant in general or whatever. So there's just so many, I used to watch the show lie to me. Have you ever seen that show? Oh, it's this really cheesy. It's like a crime show, but they, (laughs) they look for these things called micro expressions. So it's like a a millisecond of an expression. And I became so obsessed with this show. But Mm. the, the problem with it is that you can catch them doing micro expressions or like initial reactions or whatever. But there's so many variables about what could cause, you know, like, Right. It's not like, always A, B, C. Am I touching my face because I'm lying or did I really just have an itch on my nose just then? Yeah. Or maybe you have like dog hair on and you know what I mean? And I don't see it or, you know, like. Or like I have an issue with, is this projection? Mm-hmm. Just me putting my own insecurities on this person. Right. Especially when it comes to like somebody not liking you or somebody like whatever, like stuff like that, where it's like a lot of that can be your own projections so you have to be careful with that too right like it's not genuine yeah and I guess to tie this back into the paranormal it's interesting (laughs) this podcast gets a lot into like mental health and I I think trauma especially we talked um we had a guest a couple weeks ago um and she was talking about like how she thinks people who have like deeper traumas are a little bit more in in touch with the paranormal because they are kind of forced to be heightened awareness yes. due to their surroundings and it gets to a point where they're also like they become aware of you know the paranormal and things like that which is so cool but it's just like I think trauma and like like you said getting back to your inner child is like weirdly so and mental health in general is so weirdly connected to the paranormal oh for like, sure. it's right there you know yeah because if you grew up in abuse you have to read people because mm-hmm. it's survival. 
right? Mm -hmm. Like you have to walk into a room and know whether or not one of those people is going to go off on you and potentially hurt you physically or, or whatever. And so you do pick up on things. And actually there's like, there's a whole thing with abused people and phone anxiety, which I have really bad. And it's, it's because of that. It's tied to that, where if you're really anxious to like make a phone call or get on the phone about something, it can be a trauma response because you can't see the person you're talking to. So you're less safe mm, and you, you can't, can't read them. their energy as well. Cause you're not in the room with them. That's so, I've never considered that like yeah, not being able to pick up on it, especially like, I guess it's like where miscommunication with like text and stuff comes in too. I get so anxious. I like, I have to do all those. Who was it? My, okay. My manager, this is uh, now I'm just telling on myself. Um, <laughs> she'll message me sometimes and she'll be like can we meet for a second and we've hopped on so many times and so many times I was like I thought you were gonna fire me that now anytime she asks she's like can we meet for a second I'm not firing you (laughs) when somebody somebody texts you we need to talk and it's literally like the most innocuous thing and you're like oh my god the whole day don't do that yeah (laughs) text anyone we need to talk or don't even if you're gonna break up with them they know promote them like I don't care right (laughs) that ever yeah don't don't do that yeah and speaking of that I do think it's when I really started to like work on healing myself and like delving into traumas and stuff like that that's when this stuff started coming back to me as far as like feeling things like I remember um going to the Griffith Park Zoo yeah yeah the old haunted zoo is that in LA? Sorry. It's in LA and it's it's got a horrendous story that I did not even know about but I was like I was asking somebody we were doing a date and I was like let's go to the Griffith Park Zoo it's supposed to be haunted so we were going from room to room and trying to feel or like see like who was in there and so I was guessing everyone and I went in I went in where the polar bears were and I didn't know it was where the polar bears were, but I just, I felt, I was like, okay, this one feels like a bear, but it feels really bloody in here. Oh, it was feeling like blood, like just almost like the shining, just like falling on my head and stuff. And then I, I went to another area and I was like, this is like a pacing cat. This is like pacing around and it's a cat. And then I went to another area. I was like, this feels like, like monkey type energy. Like, and then there were a few other ones. And then I got home and Googled it and it's really hard to kind of, or it was at the time, it might not be now, but it was really hard to like find real information or like photos from it. But I did find a story about the polar bear who killed his other polar bear roommate. I don't remember if it was one or two other polar bears in there with him, but he killed him over the course of, I think it was like 180 minutes of just this. Oh my God. Before they finally finally were able to, um, uh, what's it called? Tranquilize him. Yeah. Tranquilize him. And then I was reading and then I, and then I was looking at like old pictures that people had. And I was like, yes, those were tigers. Those were pacing tigers. And then I was like, yes, that was the monkey house. And like all of them, I was right on just from the feeling of it. And I was like, I am psychic. I'm (laughs) I'm so powerful. (laughs) 
too is like it's it's super haunted because they were treating animals so badly that that zoo actually closed in like the 50s or 60s and for a zoo to close back then because it was bad like that's bad yeah I was gonna ask you it's not open right now the zoo like it's It's no longer there's no animals that live there it's like part of the hiking trail it's really interesting they actually use it a lot for um film and tv they use it as a quote-unquote zoo um that's so cool and you can just go there they just let you well it's still like got some of the enclosures some of them they'll tear down because so many people just go in there and do heroin Mm. they'll put up they'll put up up bars and they'll put up like fences and stuff and the fences get broken into all the time it's great I hope they never get rid of it but this is LA so they might but they use it for sets a lot so I think it might be safe I love that I also love that you went on a date there you're like let's go to the in the woods I started trying to bring everybody there and that's actually a good litmus test because people were like oh that's weird and I'm like well then you're not formed then we can't hang I would love to go to the gonna do spooky shit with me then we're not right for each other we're not gonna go very far yeah that's so cool (laughs) and it's so cool that you figured it out I mean it's sad about the zoo it is really sad they were feeding the animals like grade D and lower horse meat. Oh god. And so like it was something like I don't know like 60 to 80% of the animals died at one point in time Poor and then babies. they kept it open for years after that. It was really it's like a really sad zoo story and that's why it's so haunted because those animals were really upset. So it's haunted by the animals. I love like a an animal ghost story. There's a place where I'm from. I'm from the Poconos that supposedly has haunted monkeys. Yes. And I just think it's, sorry. I said, yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, this, it's a candle shop now. I go all the time. They have a tour. I love it. It's like very cheesy. It's just so interesting to think about like animals, ghosts, you know, dogs and lions. And, I have a and ghost brothers. dog. I have Do a you? ghost apartment. Is it your dog? No, no, no. I I kind of wish it was. Um, no, I I do have former dogs of mine that visit me in dreams. But so nice. this I know it's really lovely. Um, this ghost dog I think was my neighbor in the corner of the building because she had a black cocker spaniel, oh. and this is like the same size and shape and color of that. And I haven't seen him for a while, but like I would go, I would get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and it would like pass by my legs. And it was the first time in a long time that I've actually seen a ghost and it was like a shadow. And I have two dogs, but they're smaller than that. And they were also both asleep at the time. So I knew it wasn't them. Um, But yeah, I think what's what was happening was that dog was lost because she moved to Pasadena and she moved when that dog was really like ailing so I think the dog died and was coming back to try to find her so I finally told the dog I was like she's in Pasadena now buddy I don't know where she went in Pasadena but I know she's in the new house that she brought you to and after that I didn't see it again that gave me chills because it's so (laughs) interesting like just talking you know to the spirits that's just so I mean that's just so cool. I hope I hope so I hope we made it. Yeah. Homeward bound for ghosts. I do have now like I I think it's a ghost cat because it feels like very cat energy. Like it kind of just fucks with things. 
Sure. And like, I'll, I'll hear my blinds in the other room, like messing around. And I look and like, there's no window open. Again, my dogs are like in my bed sleeping or whatever. Sometimes I'll see a shadow in there, but it's like from between the blind and the window. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have that little guy. And then there's some other little, like, I, I call it like a little rapscallion. it's like kind of a human but they're kind of sassy and they just like move stuff around like they just make like little noises for me and then I go check and it's not there but it's got this like energy energy about it yeah it's like very mischievous and I've I've never heard it like speak or anything like that but I just get this vibe of like I got you you know like like I don't like (laughs) I know it's cute but I'm like off the counter and like (laughs) I'll I'll go check and it'll be in the sink and I'm like okay I know that wasn't cat ghost I know that was you you're very funny I'm going back (laughs) cat ghost I think that's part of why when I moved to Philly I lived alone for the first time I went from only having ever like shared a room with like I've never even had my own room to having my own like apartment and Ooh. I was just so scared of every single noise that I just got a cat and then I would just blame and she's big it literally sounded like there was, sounded like there was a man walking around the house because she's so big <laughs> I'm like it's the cat it's fine it's um, fine it's the cat it's fine <laughs> it, like the floor would creak and I'm like she's just <laughs> she's like 22 pounds <laughs> you know like that's it is what it is but yeah I could not handle the noises because you can tell, I guess it goes back to intuition. Like I, I can tell deep down. In yeah, my I mean, there's apartment noises all the time. I right. Mean, every, if you live in a building that more than one person lives in, even if you're just in a house alone, like there's going to be some noises. Right. There's like the acceptable noises that you can explain. And then there's the noises where you're like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Not checking on that one. <laughs> That's so funny. And do you, um, so I'm going to just, I guess, change the subject because I, I want to talk about this also. Do you do ghost investigations? Because you mentioned you felt uh, spirits at the Manson family hideout. Oh, and we haven't talked God. about that. Yeah. I don't do it purposefully. <laughs> okay. But, oh my God, that place. I will never, I don't think I'll ever So where there. is this? Because it's not. It- yeah so basically what happened was adolf hitler ever hear of him (laughs) heard of him yeah he he built this like situation in the hills of la kind of near kind of near malibu hitler did hitler did he had it built because his plan was he was gonna take over america and that's where he was gonna Mm. like that was gonna be their base the nazi base in like the west of america so he built this situation he didn't make it so Mm -hmm. it was just kind of abandoned and then when manson was doing his sweet thing nice kind little man that he was (laughs) um he was like i don't know how he discovered it but he found out about it somehow and brought his family there and they, it was kind of perfect for them because it was built as kind of a, a lookout. It was built as a situation that you could hide from the government. Mm. Felt like it, it's got a bunch of like structures. Some of them are still up. Some of them are not. There, uh, there were, there was like a water, not tower, but like a silo or whatever. I don't know. There's, 
it's it's it had call boxes i don't know if they were ever operational mm -hmm. um but basically it was like a call box at the top of stairs call box at the bottom you know um a lot of stairs but it's like surrounded by these celebrity homes like steven spielberg lives like down the street i think paltrow <laughs> i think paltrow has a property there like all of these super, super feels appropriate <laughs> rich people and so everybody's mm. like yeah there's like a vortex there and when Whoa. i we you take a trail to get there and when i there was a threshold that i crossed where i felt this weight on me and i was like oh this is bad but let's keep going so we kept going <laughs> but i'm gonna ignore my intuition yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I should not have, but I did. Right. <laughs> uh, lessons get learned, you know? Uh, so we kept going and we kind of explored the whole place. And I was like, this is like a really bad place. And it was, I had done a little bit of research on it, but not a ton. And then I got home and did this research to find out like the whole history and stuff. But there's tons of graffiti and it's actually like really beautiful. Because okay. it's like, these man-made structures in the and the woods are kind of taken taking over it and I don't know there's something really beautiful about it but there's something really really haunting about it so there was this one building that had recently collapsed and so you could touch the roof and I touched the roof and I got this strong vision of a woman with long hair having her hair pulled in an argument like she was being pulled back by a man and then I got another vision of that same woman sitting in a tree reading, and she was actually feeling really peaceful at the time. And then I got a vision of a bonfire. And then as we kept walking, I saw where that bonfire would have been. I saw like the fire pit. Whoa. <laughs> it's too much. So then I forget what else I saw, but it was a lot of like, a lot of like really bad, like male dominating abuse type stuff oh absolutely that and, checks out and of course it was like well yeah it was Manson duh of course he was like abusing those women on top of everything else but um right. but yeah as soon as I walked past that threshold again the weight lifted off and I was like ah uh, and I was just like sh doing everything I was shaking my limbs I was like trying to shake it out because I felt like something followed me I was gonna say like it's it good felt energy really lifted. dark and so I don't know if you've ever heard of cupping. It's like an acupuncture thing. Oh, yes. Yeah. I've heard you of it, get yeah. like cups and you like, it like sucks whatever yeah. out of your body, sucks out toxins or whatever. So I have some of those that I do on my own. So I just started doing that. Like every night I would put on a meditation, like a releasing meditation on like YouTube or whatever. And then I would do those suctions and just try to get this That's shit great. out of my body. Cause I was like, you're not welcome here. You cannot stay with me. Right. And eventually I felt the relief from it leaving, but it was just, it was so heavy and so dark. And I was like, I'm never going back to a place like that. That's so interesting. Cause even again, like, even if you're not being haunted, it's just like the energy, like just soaking in that, like yeah. residual, like horrible heightened negative energy. Well, and I think there are ways to protect yourself, but you have to know what you're going into. And I did not realize that it was going to affect me like that. I just knew that it was like a former like Hitler, like it, it's called like the old Nazi camp or something like that. And it, I just knew it for the graffiti. Is and this, I just, 
I just had seen pictures and I was like, that place looks like a cool place to like fuck around, you know, like for sure. <laughs> I love it. And like as an artist, like it it's visually cool and there's like this weird history and I kind of want to know more and and like I'm a morbidly curious white person you know like sure. <laughs> yeah <laughs> where other people would be like don't mess with that shit I'm like I don't know maybe so yeah. but it had I known and now I I know that uh, that like okay that's the reaction that's gonna happen so maybe before I go to a place like that I can like do something to protect myself energetically absolutely and was this were you with a group of people or did you go I was with a friend just a friend and this is like another hiking (laughs) excursion yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) I feel like some of your friends are like I'm not going hiking with you I don't trust this is gonna end in hiking and they can't be my friends you know (laughs) fair enough I mean I would go hiking more if I knew there'd be an abandoned something waiting at the end of it that's so and I'm the same way like in my mind it's like there's nothing to be gained from going to a Hitler Manson camp (laughs) you know what I mean like when you put it on paper but at the same time it is like is there gonna be dark energy like is this gonna does this place still have something like you said a vortex or does sheesh that's but I good. think that I think it's like that vortex that attracts like certain types of people and that's why they're drawn to that area and that's why like and it's so weird that like Spielberg of all people who's like this very famous Jewish man is like right next to this like old Nazi place that Hitler was like I really want to be there too you know like not at the same time obviously but right you know like just and and just like these I don't know there's something about like the the type of people I guess that are which is not to say that I don't know I don't know what I'm saying it's just like it attracts it attracts something in us those vortexes you know whether it's the creativity or whether it's this sense of wanting power or something something about it uh, is is attractive to our energies and I think something about like for me a place like that right is like I don't I don't want to be in danger but the adrenaline is a little exciting the confirmation even if it's negative so like the confirmation that there is a vortex or there is something with energy yeah and past you know and ghosts and things like yeah it's validating in a way it's also like you're just really curious yeah but it but it is also that like haunted house thing like why would anyone go to a haunted house I love haunted houses (laughs) you watch a scary movie you know you're scared because you like because you like it you like to be scared in a way like yeah I'm surprised like a ultra wealthy person hasn't bought this area is it like um like government land or anything that's I don't know know why not I think probably I maybe they go there and they're like this is bad energy or or maybe they don't want the press of like hey so-and-so bought Hitler's old plate like that that probably isn't good for Mm -hmm. your PR team I don't know I or it might be it it might be like not obtainable land 
it's just so because like you know there's people that like are fan are like fans of Manson I feel like he's one that a lot of people kind of creeps kind of admire sometimes so many women like writing him love letters and shit when he was in prison on death row like yeah he, he listen cult leaders are very charismatic to certain people right do you think maybe he was called to that because of that's so what it's saying. like a whole ladder like hitler was called to this place Manson sorry was- i didn't mean to cut you off no that's no you're saying exactly what i was thinking like there that's what i was saying is that like people for whatever reason our energies are attracted to places like that so these vortexes right and so and a vortex is something that draws people in. And so I do think it was it was something that was calling in these very different people. You know, like I, Spielberg is in no way a Hitler, right? But like Absolutely not, yeah. He's this like creative some would say genius. I don't necessarily think he's a genius. He's fine. But like, you know, he's he's this huge creative mind and there's there's all these other huge creative minds that live around that area that were called there too and yes it is a beautiful place right um that kind of reminds me of my uh a past co-host who is still great friend is can be on the show whenever she feels like it her name's Alyssa Traskowski and I was talking about a trip to Denver because I was like I felt so energized there I felt so in tune I felt like I was my most like intuitive like in control self and she was telling me about astro cartography mm-hmm. so it's kind of like the idea of like certain places kind of you're on a, a like a clear spiritual whatever like the certain places make you more powerful I think is the dumb dumb version I don't she was the one describing it to me so this is like telephone a little bit maybe I'll do I'll do like a little mini segment on it It later it has to do with like where certain things the the alignment yeah there's like there's like maps of it and there's yeah these latitude and latitude and that area in like where the Manson place was like that area is a big spot that's and so, what I was thinking maybe so it's that like, for people like oh hi California where all the like spiritual gurus and stuff go that's that's on there too you know oh, there's, wow. there's a few places like that but that's cool to know about Denver I'm from Colorado so oh are you ha- ha- yeah have you felt anything when you like you've I've I loved I don't know maybe it was just the lack of air <laughs> but I just <laughs> felt like I had so, I met so many nice people I had such a magical time and I was like man like I just feel right. It's really weird. I don't know how to yeah, describe. Yeah, I definitely. But I, I, I can't help but think. Well, yeah, because you grew up here, you dummy. Like, of course. You oh, feel- for you, like in Denver, connected. Here. Yeah, that makes Where sense. Grew up and lived for like twenty years of your life. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a great place. Yeah, it was really fun. It, the comedy was really. Uh, do you do you do stand up? Right. I I'm a recovering stand up. <laughs> oh good for you well, maybe one day I too will recover I mostly try to animate my bits because I think it's more that's fun awesome that's so and, cool and yeah. I just don't I just don't like the grind of like trying to get booked on shows and all that nonsense that goes behind it like I'd, I'd rather just do the thing and get it out into the world and make people laugh and yeah that's awesome and I feel like with you know like social media TikTok Instagram the need mm-hmm. to grind in the same I think 
editing and animating is a grind. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's my, like, I'd much rather just do a show, but I'm feeling <laughs> like I have to like put videos up and it is like, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so it's different. I think you're still, you're still grinding. You're just doing, you're playing to your strengths, which is like, the I just, thing maybe it just do. doesn't feel as grindy because it's more fun for me. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's, and that's, you know, that's the best way to do any of this stuff. We all yeah. just want to create and have people be like, yeah, I feel that way too. Right. Uh-huh. Even, uh-huh. <laughs> um, but that's so cool. I'm jealous because I wish I knew anything about like technology or editing or video stuff. It's so challenging. Yeah. It's not for everyone, but you can learn. You can always learn. <laughs> yeah. Just Every day. day. I was like, all right, let's try it. <laughs> Dana, so my boyfriend edits, but I I feel like every day I age like 10 years. Like I say, I've caught myself saying, I'm not good at technology. And mm-hmm. I remember hearing my parents saying that yeah. and being like, just learn it. <laughs> like, what do you mean? And now I understand. It's like, it's too much to learn. It's a lot. Yeah. Anyway, this isn't about the paranormal, but yeah, Denver ruled and um, I'm just chasing that high. I got on a bunch of really cool shows and- yeah. I did a goat hike in the mountains goat hike? of Boulder. Yeah, with goats, with this what? lady who's a psychic. Okay, you need to put me in touch because I go to Colorado like for like a month every day. I absolutely will. She was okay. really fun. It's so much fun. She made yeah. me cowboy coffee because it snowed, so I was the only one that came. So yeah. the tour ended early, and cowboy coffee is just like coffee where um you, I guess you put eggshells in it while you're making it so that it takes up the acidity and then you take the eggshells out when you like prepare it for people what it was fun it was just magical I was just like this is so we were sitting in her like cute little kitschy kitchen talking about her being psyched. I was like yes you didn't know this person because I let my my mom lives very close to Boulder oh really oh after yeah I'll definitely Uh, send you her information it sounds like she's living my dream oh my gosh yeah it's so, her husband's like an artist he does like sculptures and they have this they have a couple goats that they go on a, you go on a hike with the goats and like, like on this old I'm mine trail i'm in <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the big selling point <laughs> a boy toy or a, or a girl toy or something that's an artist but <laughs> anyway yeah well i'll give you the details and this has been really fun i think we're coming up on the hour um is there anything that you would like First of all, thank you for doing the show. I really enjoyed it. (laughs) Yeah. And now I know if I ever come to LA to ask you for the hiking spots, because oh yeah, they sound great. And the haunted spots. I actually did a Hollywood hike. I don't want to go too long, but I read it and I was like feeling ballsy because I had just done the hike in Colorado and it said 2.5 miles. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm doing it. Walking to the Hollywood sign. It was 2.5 miles one way uphill to behind the yeah. sign yeah and then you have to go back and then you have to go back and I thought uh, I might uh, have to be airlifted off the mountain yeah it's a lot it's a lot for the back of the side you're uh, you see the front and then you walk past it you can literally just go to like the the park that's at the base of the Hollywood sign and just drive by it <laughs> yeah, I was so mad and it, it was like you know uh the tour guide is a comedian and I was like okay we're all unhealthy he's a comedian slash crossfit instructor he could have mentioned that's not a thing 
yeah anyway that's sorry for another tangent but I was like hiking in LA maybe never again but but in Griffith Park there are a lot of ghosts apparently there's apparently there's a child ghost she's like a six-year-old girl who got lost and so she'll like come up to people and ask them for directions and stuff and then there's also a runner ghost whoa and people will just see them like run by with like a headlamp on and then they'll look back and there's no one there that's so creepy yeah I'm definitely going there the next time I visit that'll be awesome but yeah this was great you're always welcome back if you ever want to talk about anything spooky or have anything to promote specifically um but in the meantime where can people find you um they can find me on my website lisaloretta.com um l-a-u-r-e-t-a and um instagram same at lisa loretta my tiktok is adult kids show and i've got a couple of youtubes but those are all linked on my website so yeah i'm always writing i'm always writing stuff i'm always coming out with new things so that's awesome i'll definitely follow i'm excited to see the your animations Um, i'm an animal trainer now so that's a new how's that is that do you love it I love it. And actually, my dog just booked her first national commercial. Congratulations. What is what is it for? Can you tell us? Or is I can't it say right now. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I understand the NDA. I, I signed an NDA. She did not, but she doesn't speak human. So It would be very cute if she also had to put her paw print on. They should do that just for the, no, the bit. Really just, and she has her own TikTok. That's so awesome. Well, congratulations. I can't wait to see the commercial. Are you going to post it like on your socials when I'll post when it done? on her TikTok? Let me get her TikTok up. Let me see. It is at Scribbles Dog. Scribbles Dog. Well, you will have a new follower by the end of tonight. <laughs> I'm excited to see Scribbles. Yeah. Um, and yeah, once again, thank you so much. This was awesome. Thanks for having me. Real Chills is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Chaskowski. The show is edited by Dan Getz, theme music by Sam Williamson, and artwork by Buffy the Design Slayer. Subscribe where you get podcasts and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Real Chills Podcast. Slide into those DMs with your true scary stories. Real Chills Podcast is a member of the Wasted Robot Network. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information, and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.